0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, welcome to PS10 Radio, and this is your host, Angeline. This is Parent to Parent Sunday, so welcome. And PS10 stands for Positive Steps 10. It's an organization just here to provide entertaining and also um, relevant information to parents, step-parents, and individuals on self-care, we just want to take care of ourselves as individuals as well as parents and um, help each other out through this thing called life, to be the best person that we can be one positive step at a time. So um, enough of that intro. <laughs> I just want to get back to you know talking to people who are parents or people who work with parents or just people who... out and bond with one another on this episode. Um, We have an article reference here from parenting.com. I'm trying to get better with uh, making sure I reference them not only through our conversation but also on the podcast page. So we have so many challenges as parents. Um, if you are a parent, you know, TAN, if you have parents who are friends, you might have heard the stories, um, you know, our kids can get on our last nerve. Let's just be real. It, it's hard sometimes to deal with some of the things that they challenge us with. It's very challenging sometimes, you know, from infancy where they're crying and cranky and 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 toddlers throwing tantrums and refusing to eat and not wanting to go to the bathroom or throwing things or hiding things, you know the school age kids the little kids are lying or they're being mischievous, some um, sneaky or. You know, all these different things not necessarily happening at these ages, but could happen also as well as teenagers. Teenagers get on our nerves too, you know, they they challenge us and you know, as as they may challenge us to our very the very core of our soul, at the same time they are also blessings to us. They are our gifts. They are little mini-me's, they are ours, and they are who we love. And those moody teenagers, those tantrum kids, you know, when they're not in that mood and they're not um, making demands, they say the funniest things, they do some hilarious things, they make us laugh, they are a joy to watch, and it can really warm our hearts. So when we choose to look at our children through a different lens, a different perspective, even in the tough times that they present to us, we can soften our hearts towards them, which is very important as parents that we make sure that we're not hardening our hearts towards our children. Yes sometimes they need tough love. Yes, sometimes we have to be firm, but we don't have come off as being mean or we don't have to come off, you know, they may perceive us as mean. You know what truly being mean is, or hopefully you do. If you don't, then that may go into a further conversation you may need to have not only with, uh, you know, yourself, but maybe with someone uh, that you maybe admire or look up to and they can be honest with you about what you do that may be mean or come off as mean towards your children because sometimes we don't see it and someone else has to point it out to us so it is very important that you if you're not sure where that line is that you figure that out talk with a friend or someone you trust that's close to you that you respect that can kind of point that out to you in a way that you can accept and understand Um, but I really want this conversation today or this podcast today to just really be for last. I want it not to be taken too seriously, you know, lighten up. This is your disclaimer. Just know this is for informational entertainment purposes only. Nothing to take to heart. Nothing to say, oh, Angeline on her radio station said this, this, and that. Um, it's really just, you know, we're just pointing out some funny, quirky things about being parents and, you know, having a little fun with it. So it may sound a little harsh at first or maybe not, but, you know, along the way we'll kind of straighten things out. And we're going to end it up with, you know, what are other parents saying to other parents? And what are their recommendations for how to get through these 18 years or so um, It's a lifetime, but, you know, for the most part we just want to create um, strong, healthy in, individuals so that they can be productive. The so mine is, why is it that it's so difficult for our uh, children sometimes to follow directions? You know how you say, all right, we're getting ready to go somewhere. You need to get ready. And then you go on, try to do what you're supposed to do to get things together. And they're, they're still playing or they're still on the uh, you know, still on the bed or on the couch watching T V or now they're in the refrigerator looking at for food and you're just like, I've got everything prepared. I'm ready to go. Get in the put your shoes on? You know, you're just kinda like running it down. So what's funny is I found this meme. It was pretty funny when I saw it. And um I was I was thinking to myself, I think I'd wanna uh share this on my my um podcast today and it says in a Mary Poppins voice you might be like okay children time to go and then 15 minutes later in a Batman's voice you say I said let's go so you're getting a little more firm so I can definitely relate to that that was that was hilarious when I looked at that because that happens a lot in my household I don't know about your household but yeah I'm like okay you know about five ten minutes we're gonna get ready to go ten minutes go by and I tend to run late anyways if uh if you ask my kids, they are, you know, you know, we might be you know, mom might say we're leaving in five minutes, but it's more like ten. Or if she says ten, it's more like fifteen. So yeah, you know, I tend to do that. But at the same time when I say it's time to go, that means I'm doing my things together and I'm about to go out to the car and you need to be out there as well. So what it is is that challenge of oh, she, she don't mean right now, she mean a little bit. But lately, I've been surprising my kids, and I'm out there waiting in the car. I've been taking it as an opportunity for me to kind of just be patient and be like, okay, I'm just going to wait a minute and allow these kids, without me hovering over them, without me getting upset, allow them to get ready so that they can um, go and get do what I asked them to do. So that's what what I've been trying to do with the kids is try to make sure that they understand that I'm for real. I'm ready to go. So another thing I thought was funny, I saw a meme that said, (laughs) it said, it was kind of like someone's memory of their childhood. And it said, I was terrified of ghosts when I was little. So my mom told me I can backing them up and made me clean the house telling me I was getting rid of all of the ghosts. So she was going around. back.
1: <laughs> that was
0: kind of a funny um, visual that I had with that. And then they had this meme where um, this mom was trying to get uh, the baby to eat. And, the course, the baby was like, no, I don't want none. turning his head. You know, stop feeding me. I want to get down. Let me out. And so she was like, fine. And she, went ahead, sat down, she started eating off the kid's plate. And then he comes back and says, oh, what do you have? I want some. And it's like, I was just trying to get you to eat that. (laughs) It just reminds you of what kids do. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's irritating. So you might um, be able to relate to that. You might have seen that happen before as well. Um, And then there's this meme that says, raising kids is a walk in the park. Jurassic Park <laughs> so just an a, um, a image of how wild it can be wild and crazy so it's like, who knows it would be such a complete disruption of our ideas of adulting when we started having children. You know, it's, it seems like it's going to be just a great addition. We're going to have these little kids. We're going to go on trips together and have fun and stay up late and eat in bed and sleep in and all this stuff, cuddle and all this stuff. And then it becomes a fun, crazy-filled, you know, responsibilities and craziness and Battles that you didn't know you was going to have to fight. (laughs) You just have to realize that, wait a minute, you know, this is responsibility. But then you have to look on the other side, like, oh, wow, there's accomplishments here. Because as you have these minis running around, you're a role model. And sometimes they're idols, someone they look up to. And so there may be times where they do things that you didn't think they would do. And you'd be like, oh, they must watch me do that. So it may be good or bad. And I said a bad word that you said. They might be combing their hair the way you comb your hair. They might be trying to put on makeup like you do. They might be trying to uh, fix things like they see you do, drive like they see you do. And um, those things are just hilarious. But, you know, you just got to think of, um, you know, what was my image of parenting before and then you realize, oh, okay, that's what it was. There's this other meme and it says, Your friend is like, What's parenting like? And your answer is, you know all the side effects they list on the prescription drug commercials? It's like that. <laughs> I thought that was kinda of funny because it was all the, the side effects. So anyways, um, yeah, you know, you have to see it to, you know, sometimes for the humor to come out of it, but just to give you an uh, idea of all the different Thoughts that people have as parents, that's just kind of hilarious. Um, Another one I read was um, parenting is a delicate balance of convincing your child they can do anything in life while simultaneously screaming, don't do that every three minutes. And I think that is so funny because we do tend to do that. We tell kids, oh, you know, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. But we've already told them you can be anything you want to be. You can try this. You can do this, and they take it literally. Well, we just mean it for what we mean it for. Instead of trying to, you know, help them understand the the boundaries on that, the guidelines on that, which you can't be doing everything. So <laughs> you can't jump on the couch. You can't you can't jump off the 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 rail railing at the house or the staircase or. You know, you just, then you're like, oh, wait a minute, don't do that, because all you could think of is broken bones and everything like that. And what they're thinking of is I can fly, you know, <laughs> just silly things like that. Um, and then all parents want for their kids is to go to bed so so that they can watch a show with bad words in it and eat hidden snacks. And that just brings me to the idea of, you know, like I said before, with the the meme where the mother was trying to get the child to eat, and the child didn't want to eat, and he didn't want to eat, so he saw that she was eating. So, one thing that I tended to do as my kids have gotten older is, well, now I keep I do keep some things in my room, which you know is kind of a bad habit, but at the same time, if I want to secure my food, <laughs> that my my edibles, my sweet treats, I do make sure they're put away because I remember when my son was younger and he had to be like maybe like seven, eight and man, I would buy like Oreos and stuff for lunch, you know, he really tended to like that, but they would go so fast and I would just go out and buy some more and I just figured, oh, you know, we're going through them kind of fast, not really realizing that he this little guy was getting up in the middle of the night eating up all the food and he's eating up all the, the snack food at that, the chips, the the cookies, the treats and stuff. And um took me a minute to catch on that these <laughs> that it's not that I'm fixing lunches every day. It's that like he's sneaking in them and he's just going overboard a lot of times and it wasn't until we went to the dentist and he had like I swear, it was like seven or eight cavities, and I told the dentist, I am not giving him that much candy. Like, he has one cookie or two, a couple cookies a day in his lunch, um, during the week, we don't eat that much dessert stuff like that. Man, then I figured, you know, that's probably why I'm always buying cookies, like two, three times a week, because I think he's eating them all, it just took me a while, just being busy, and um his sister was a toddler at that time. So I was just kind of busy with other things. And I was like, you know, I have to get get this under control. So yeah, I started hiding things and putting them in different in um non conventional way uh unconventional places like um I saw a picture, a meme of someone putting some little mini Snicker bars in a vegetable, steamed vegetable container (laughs) in their freezer, you know, because some people like their candy bars frozen. I I don't, but some people do. So I just thought that was hilarious because that's the truth. We have to do that sometimes. Sometimes we have to do that. I know I've I've put things in fish packages and just, I just like, I know they won't go in here. So as long as it's packaged and it's not, you know, something that's just out, I will put it in something like that vegetable bag or something like that. Because, you know, they're they're gonna sneak in stuff. You know, I did it when I was younger and so I know them. You know, like I said, they're mini me's. Um, sometimes unconsciously they repeat things that you didn't tell them about, but they're doing it anyway. So <laughs> um Another thing that I think was kinda of funny was um uh a meme that said, Oh my god, you smiled. So you do appreciate me and how I'm killing myself to keep you alive and well and uh the child says, Nope, just pooping. <laughs> and that was actually a picture of a, a mama duck and a baby duck, but I thought that was kinda of funny. Um it says, "Wish I was as brave as my kid who just ate zero bites of her dinner and then asked my wife for a snack six minutes after the table was clear. Another example. It's funny how all of this has to do with a lot of this has to go surrounds around eating and bedtime. It says, um, "It says, ah, you've put your toddler to bed. Now you can finally—just kidding. He's up again." <laughs> Oh, my goodness, I remember back when my son was younger, and he was just, oh, my, he was hard to tame. He was hard to get down for bed, and it was actually a good lesson for me because when I learned how to get my daughter down better, um, so <laughs> he would get up all the speed. Like, you try to put him down at, like, 8, 8.30, and it wouldn't be till 12 o'clock he'd start coming out that bed, and, man, that's when you wish, Oh, can I put can I put a lock on the outside of the door? You know, you just kind of so tired and drained and of course each time, uh, you try to make sure that okay, you don't need anything, you don't have you have to go to the bathroom. And um <laughs> it's funny because uh I saw another meme that said You know, nobody is hungrier than a child who's just been told it's time for bed. And it's true. All of a sudden, my stomach hurts. I'm hungry. I got to go to the bathroom. I'm so thirsty. But then you don't want them to use the bathroom in the bed. So then you're, like, trying to, when they get up again, you're like, yes, go to the bathroom. And it's just it's so crazy. And then um, this sounds like me. Uh, You're not the boss of me. I whisper under my breath as I make four different lunches for my kids, oh my goodness, that's by sarcastic mommy um I have to make my kids all, both eat different, and so I make one a whole different lunch than the other, and I know there are other parents out there who have picky children, and you know what guys, we just gotta do what we gotta do we can we cannot there's nothing we can we cannot control our kids at this point um. When they're picky like that, all we can do is offer them things and put things out for them to try. So this brings me to the article that was on parenting.com. There are nine lessons older mamas want young mamas to know. So and this is by Kyle Lawler. And what I wanted to share with this is I think it's not only for moms, but dads too. Moms and dads both need to know these nine lessons. Very important. So I'm going to run it, t- run it down to you. Number one, let go of what you can't control. So this isn't saying to give up or to give in, but to be realistic and meet your children where they are. Just enjoy your children for today. They're going to do things that get on your nerves, that make you upset, that challenge you, that make it difficult. But they're also going to be things that make your heart. For, give you joy, bring you sunshine, bring a smile to your face. So just enjoy that. They're gonna say some things that are hilarious, and just enjoy it. You don't have to. They don't. They're not adults yet. You don't have to throw them into that role. They can just be themselves, and we need to just enjoy them as they are. Number two, don't compare yourself to other parents, and don't compare your kids to anyone else's kids. Everyone has a different experience. And our children all have different temperaments, as we do. So where one one parent might be able to tolerate certain behaviors, you may not. And vice versa, you may be able to tolerate things that other parents may not be able to. So your experiences are going to be different. But although you may see or, or hear parents, that sound like they're having an easier or um, less challenging time than you are, just know that you don't have to compare yourself because they may be able to tolerate some things, but other things to drive them crazy could just make them cringe. So just be okay with who you are. Number three, stop trying to be the perfect parent. It says mother in the article, but we're just using our instincts as parents. And we just want to use them to create a safe, secure, comforted, and and loving children. So, And to do that, we want to provide a safe, secure, and comforting and loving environment. Sometimes that means just allowing the children to be them and not trying to control them. We can only control the environment as far as, like, what they're exposed to in our household. We can't even control when they get to school what their friends are exposing them to, what what's being said to them by the teachers or anything like that or any other area of their life that we can control what happens in the house. And so that's what you click on and just try to create that safe, secure place that even just that relationship between being safe and secure and comforting and loving with your children. Number four, give your children space. Like I said, don't hoover over them. Let them figure things out on their own. Children need to they. A lot of them learn best if they go through things. That's why if you say, don't do this or don't do that, that's why they go ahead and do it anyway, because they need to learn on their own. They need hands-on experiences firsthand. So, yeah, we don't like to see our kids experience natural consequences or to experience hurtful things or to see things that we would never purposely expose them to, but you know what? It's maybe that's just an opportunity that's presented so that you can talk to them about certain subjects, or that they can learn certain things about themselves, or just about life in general. Number five, just let kids know that you love them. Spend quality time with them. Kids don't care. You you can you can work to your fingers fall off, or or, or work until. You only get two hours of sleep a day. And kids don't really care how much money you're bringing in. Yes, we know we are providing and we are trying to create um, a space for them that they can not want for anything. But spending quality time is far more valuable than anything like working um, too much or not spending time with them, not giving them your listening ear. And not creating special moments. So that's why, you know, making sure you're there for special events, occasions, or being a part of um, activities that they're doing is so important. Number six, try not to feel guilty for working. So, yes, you know, you're working outside the home and there's nothing wrong with it. There's a healthy balance with that. Like I said, you don't want to work till. Um, you just don't have anything left, but you do want to make sure that you're showing your children a good work ethic and, you know, that you're not showing them that I'm, you know, that I'm not doing anything. Even at-home moms are working. They're taking care of the household responsibilities. They're always busy. So follow a passion of yours, whether that be the nurturing of your children or that be uh, being um, in the workforce and doing things that you'd like to help others or to make life a better place for other people or to create more business. So those things are your passions. Pursue them and show your kids that it's important to pursue your passions. Number seven, be kind to yourself. Model self-love because our kids are watching. If we don't have self-love, they're not going to, to learn to love themselves. And a lot of self-love does start with forgiving ourselves. So whatever you have a um, problem with and concerns with yourself or with your spouse or with their, their um, your other parent uh, or uh, your spouse or whatever is going on, you need to deal with that um, and make amends with it, so that you can practice and demonstrate self-love for your children. And eight, be active in the education of your children. Volunteer at their school. Be a part of the activities. If they are in band, go to their concerts. If they are in sporting events, go to the sporting events. They are. Um, doing well academically, make sure you show up for honor roll or just, you know, give um, them some kind of recognition that I notice and I care and this is important to you. And number nine in the article was remember to take care of yourself. You know, we talk about this all the time at PS10 Radio. We believe in self care, we believe in taking care of yourself. Filling your cup so that you can fill the cup of others. And that is what parents are supposed to do. We are our children's caregivers. We are the role model for them. We have to teach them self-care. And that isn't just... You know, having the spa day, which costs money sometimes, or, or maybe out with a friend, which may cost you some time. But sometimes you have to say no and create boundaries so that my family time is very sacred. So I'm going to self-care that. Or my sleep is very sacred, so I'm going to make sure everyone's taken care of so that I can get in the bed by a certain time, you know. And having a routine in your household is showing self-care. Because just like in the meme that says, you know, we want our kids to go to bed at a certain time so we can watch those shows that kind of our adult shows that may have things in there that not necessarily we don't want our kids to see, we need that time. Hey, 9 o'clock on Wednesdays, we want to make sure the kids are in bed by 830 so we can get our snacks together and put up, you know, get our showers, baths and get into bed and enjoy our cozy um, our cozy um, space so that we can watch those shows we like to watch. We want to watch some, you know, different shows that come on and some reality TV or, you know, the good, um, the voice or something that is really entertaining for us That's something that's for us. Um, I have a friend and she would love this plug, but I have a friend who loves to get home from work right after work, although her children are older and they're and out of the home. She's still, she's practices self-care as a parent and as an individual, like going home, she watches Judge Judy. She that's her sacred time from four to four thirty. And you know, I just I respect that. And that's showing self care for herself. You know, some people deal with exercise. Make sure you're getting out there, getting your exercise on, you're drinking water, you're eating eating healthy meals, you know, having healthy snacks. Walking, enjoying nature, there's so many ways to exercise self-care. Just make sure that you're doing that for yourself because that really makes you the ultimate parent and you rock for your kids when you do that. So I just hope that this was some semi entertaining. Um, like I said, you know, the memes they would be so much better if I could just have them flashing up on the screen. Of course I can't, but um, I probably could, but I'm not that tech savvy. But at the same time I just want all you parents to know that it's okay. We We can be challenged and everything because there's so much joy that comes along along with the um, challenges of parenting. So um, just hang in there, practice your self-care, think of all the nine lessons that one parent has uh, suggested to another on this parenting.com article. And we just hope to see you here next week. In the upcoming weeks we do have more guests coming to share their thoughts and. on parenting and stepmom issues, and we just encourage all the parents out there to be the best parent that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace, and enjoy your week.